Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg Podcast. Mike, you are a busy dude with so many different offices for talent wealth management that are conveniently located to anybody listening, by the way. So you're on the road a lot. Busy-ish, yeah. But we want to make it as convenient for clients as possible. Well, there's that that keeps you busy and you love and have a great passion for. Then Mm -hmm. there's your wife, Katie, who is Mm -hmm. very lovely. She's a doctor. She's busy with her career. And you guys are both busy with the four kids. How are things going with the family? I mean, A, I know it's busy, but uh, anything fun lately? It's always fun. So, yeah, I mean, Katie and I both obviously work hard, like a lot of our listeners out there. Uh, We get the majority of our time just to relax and sit back with family and the kids, certainly evenings, mornings, and weekends. But just kicking back and appreciating things, we've been able to do a lot of that now. Things are warming up. Our kids are, they're water kids. Uh, Peyton, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. swims, and she's fortunate enough to get qualify for Junior Olympics. It's still out there to see whether or not we... um, Go to Texas this year for that. But uh, big news in the uh, Lester household this weekend. Mr. Finn, the four-year-old, decided he was going to start swimming. And uh, so we're about a week into it now. But that's pretty cool for us because uh, it was – Yeah, we never did the – The lessons? (laughs) He's a pretty confident kid. I was afraid of what would happen to the teacher in the lessons. I mean, he was (laughs) – So he may have been the kid. The teacher said, no, you know, this one's just not going to work. So we uh, let him take it at his own speed. And I I felt like because he's got the older siblings, eventually he'd just say, hey, listen, I got to figure this out. I'm going to do it. And somehow a switch flipped last weekend, decided uh, he's going to go for it. So it's good for him. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Your youngest and presumably your last kid. I don't know what God's plan is or you and Katie's plan. I don't either, but presumably, yes. But that's got to be weird to see a milestone in your youngest child happen. Does it make you feel older or just proud? Right now, proud. Maybe Very later. Very cool. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just, and also, there's water around, right? Yeah, you, less liability. Safety, <laughs> yeah, less liability. I mean, we just want to make sure, you know, he can fend for himself if he's in the water. And uh, also, I mean, parents that are out there, grandparents that are out there, it's nice to one day to be able to take down that pool fence. Mm-hmm. You've got this pool, and you're, you're staring at a pool fence. for. We've been staring at it for 12 years now. Uh, it'd be nice to take the pool fence down. Step closer, my friend. A step, step closer. closer. Yes. Everything is a gradual thing that happens over time. And the same goes for learning to swim. But let's talk about the financial part of how things happen over time. Because last spring, it was toilet paper. This spring, it's fuel. The recent gas shortage on the East Coast is just another example of herd mentality, according to Duke University professor Rick Larrick. He tells ABC 13 in Asheville, North Carolina, that this scenario reminds him of the bank runs during the Depression. The very fact of seeing the line can create this self-fulfilling prophecy where even if I don't really need gas in the moment, I think I need to hop in that line and get my gas. And then it makes everything worse for everybody. We use other people's actions as a way to figure out, oh, if they're doing it, it must be the smart thing to do. Sounds like what many of us do with certain investments, too. Mike, you were getting on to me, I forget, a few weeks ago. I said, hey, I'm thinking about this Bitcoin thing. Everybody's talking. About, I'm thinking about <laughs> our Hey, friend. good thing you listen to me. Just tanking. But because everyone's talking about it, I'm getting intrigued. I'm getting interested. And that happens with so many other investments to all of us listening today. Yeah. Bitcoin comes up in conversations uh, with clients and then with people who are, are taking us up on our uh, complete financial plan offer quite a bit as we're walking through the planning process. You know, certainly there can be a value to trading something like Bitcoin, but you have to be 
willing to do that. You got to spend the time trading it. You got to be in, you got to be out long term. I, I don't know. Kristen, we in financial services, we refer to it as speculation, right? So Bitcoin is speculative. I had a question from a client, actually an email, asked me about a, a stock. I won't mention exactly which company, but it was a, an IPO that recently happened about a month ago. And I can see why, you know, potentially moving forward, it could turn into a big deal. But his question specifically was, hey, listen, I'm thinking about taking some profits out of this investment that I've got, and I want to move it over into this particular investment. And my explanation to him was, hey, listen, you know, I've done the research for you. You've probably already done it yourself, but it's speculative. It's a relatively new company. Yes, it's in a growth industry. It might turn out very, very well, but there are plenty of competitors in that industry, and there are a lot of things that could get that particular company off the rails, basically, to where it turns out poorly. So my advice to him was, hey, listen, the amount of money you're looking at spending is not going to make or break you long term. As long as you're willing to lose that money, then Mm -hmm. you're probably going to be okay. And I know he is. He's willing to lose it. It wasn't a ton. But wants to know my opinion. My, My opinion is I am your financial advisor. It's my job to help you protect and grow your money. That is a speculative investment. It could turn out poorly for you. But at the same time, it's not going to hurt you if you lose that money. And, and I was able to give him that, that insight. Now, is he going to be happy if he loses the money? Probably not. You know, do I think it was a great investment? Probably not, Kristen. I gave him some advice on some other things that I would probably do instead of that. But if his heart is set on investing in that because he thinks it's great, then fine. You can take that back to Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have clients that are investing in Bitcoin and their heart is set. They're in an environment, whether it's with family or whether it's at work, where people are doing it and they want to be involved, then you know I can understand that. It's my job to make sure that you aren't on the 10-yard line swinging for the fence. You know, Our clients aren't going for two. Right. I mean, you do not know sports at all. My I don't friend. know sports, but I know a little bit about football and going for two versus a field goal. Right. So that's true. My point is, like, we're not we're not working with people that are going for two. Right. Gotcha. We're just going to do the field goal. Yes. You know, and move on, kind of thing. Point is, herd mentality is a thing. Our clients deal with it. They're surrounded by other people sometimes that are, hey, you should do this, you should do that. You don't want water cooler investment advice. That's a bad idea. But a sound financial plan means you've got a diversified portfolio that in my mind is actively managed and you know exactly what your goals are and how you're going to accomplish them in the portfolio. And that's why we walk people through the complete financial planning process. Don't put off taking the next step for your financial future. Find out what all of this information means for you at guardingyournestegg.com. At the Wall Street Journal's recent CEO Council Summit, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that she feels pretty confident about the U.S. economy and overall employment moving forward. The demand for workers is increasing and many people still aren't able to return full time to work because they still have children out of school or are concerned about health issues. But I expect all of this to be transitory And I think the economy is going to get back on track. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. God, I could listen to her like never. Um, (laughs) Bless her heart. She's a smart lady. She is. But um, I hope she's right, Mike, because according to a survey from the National Federation of Independent Businesses, 42% of small business owners reported job openings that they could not fill in March. In fact, I saw an article from Business Insider about a guy who owns 60 fast food restaurants in mm-hmm. Florida and is yeah. paying people $50 just to show up for an interview. And he says it's not been this difficult for him to hire workers since the late 90s. So 
I want to know what you think. You've been helping people over 20 years with their financial life. Is the Fed right and good economic times are likely going to continue? Or is the hiring problem a a sign that we need to prepare for some uncertainty here? Well, I think that, uh, I mean, real people that are out there experiencing things like, uh, you know, trying to hire and just looking at the economy, uh, it's a concern to me. I mean, we're, we're out there with our clients every single week. Uh, we're looking at real issues that real people are dealing with. And if you're out there where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, and you mm-hmm. can see how businesses are being affected, um, Janet Yellen's comments aren't all that comforting at this point in time. Now, I, I agree with her on the inflation thing. I don't think inflation is likely to be an issue. If I change my mind, I'll let everybody know. But that's the latest scare tactic okay. uh, on the 24-hour news cycle. Things are getting more expensive. It's going to be a problem. Now, she says she doesn't think it's going to be an issue, but she thinks the economy is going to do well. That's where I'm a little worried and and what we're focused on when it comes to managing money, because I do think we're going to have to be ready to pull out of markets at some point here in the future. I think we've got some time. 2021 might turn out to be a pretty good year, but I'm not confident on the back end of this. Again, uh, people not going to work, frankly, because they get paid more to stay at home. And this is Mm -hmm. a Biden policy, essentially, right? Or a sort of states that are more liberal policy to pay people more to stay home than go to work. That's a problem for small business. So what if small businesses can't hire people to come into work? Eventually, they go out of businesses and those jobs are gone come September when these benefits run out. I've talked to people that are trying to hire and they're interviewing individuals that say, well, just pay me under the table. I'm sorry. I'm sure I'll come to work for you, but I'm not going to give up my unemployment benefits. You pay me in the table, I'll work for you. And the people that I know that own businesses doing this are writing that name down and going, okay, when this person comes back for a job and the unemployment benefits run out, don't hire them. You know, we want to hire people that aren't like that. So again, it's an issue, I think, that could have been avoided, but they're not doing anything to avoid it. And paying people to stay home is not good for our economy. And the problem is the trickle down effect at the end is probably bad. So I don't think we're going to get big inflation, but not because I think the economy is going to be great. I suspect, again, I might be wrong and we'll continue to update our listeners week after week, Kristen. But if people don't continue to work after COVID's over, for the most part, you know, Mm -hmm. vaccines are out after unemployment benefits are over. If people don't continue to work and spend money, Inflation isn't an issue because nobody has a job to make money to then go spend in the economy to drive the prices of goods up, which is inflation. So you have to have a really, really strong economy to have a really big inflation issue, regardless of all the money that they're printing right now. Again, I'm concerned about it. I know that our clients know that we're concerned about it and we're taking steps in portfolios to have a plan. And if I was out there right now with a 401k or a retirement plan through my employer, that's not a 401k, you know, 403b TSP account. If I'm working with an advisor that isn't sitting down and having this conversation with me about this is what we're going to do if the economy doesn't do very well moving forward. I would be a little concerned. I would want to have a plan. I would want to know what that plan is. Right now, we're looking over our portfolios and you know, I'm fearing that the recovery is gonna be weak. I'm worried about the spending. I'm worried about them raising taxes. I think all of that probably happens at the wrong time. You know me, I'm not a pessimist, but in this, mm-hmm. in this situation, I'm pretty pessimistic. And right now, I don't know how they pull off an amazing recovery into 2022. So it's time right now to take a real close look at your finances, take a close look at what's likely to happen if things don't go well moving forward. And just understand, it doesn't mean you have to get out of the market right now, but you need a plan for getting out of the market 
We have a plan for getting out of the market. It's very specific. If certain things happen, we're going to get out of the market. The reason we're going to get out of the market for our clients is because our clients are, are retired or pretty close to it. They can't afford big losses, and they're mm-hmm. more willing to give up a portion of gains than they are to take big losses. So if we have to get out, we will. This is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Michael Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828.